0: Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID. Entertaining and informative. This is "Sit and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC.
1: What he, he may have going with the justices is where to draw the line uh, for presidents. When is immunity applicable? That wasn't quite so clear from the lower court decision. But the real victory here for Trump, it deals with the calendar. You know, the, the overriding push of Smith, the special counsel, has been to get a trial before the election. He's running out of runway. If this opinion doesn't come out until June, perhaps, you have to re- remember that even if Smith wins, the mandate goes back to the district court, which has to handle all the pretrial motions. That could take months. Could, a couple of months could easily be eaten up, and then the trial itself could be three months. There's a standing DOJ policy not to have trials just before an election. So you're talking at, at the earliest likely late summer, and it could be knocking on the door of November.
0: that's attorney turned tv star jonathan turley on fox news that brings us to the best constitutional attorney in the history of the business my dear dear friend and right there with me mark levin and others as the great american voices for israel my dear friend alan Dershowitz. is uh alan good morning buddy how are you i'm doing great how are you I'm great. So when I look at uh, what John Turley was talking about there, that's a big win for Trump yesterday that the Supreme Court has decided to look at this. And again, at the very least, it delays it. I know Smith wanted to go to trial uh, as soon as Monday. This Monday, that won't happen now till maybe June or July. So I think you'd agree. Big win in this one for Donald Trump yesterday.
2: Oh, I think it's a bigger win than that. I think it's unlikely this case now goes to trial before the election. I think what the Supreme Court has basically said is we're not accepting election interference by a special counsel to have a trial without an appeal, just a trial down and dirty in order to influence an election. That's the number one big, big win. Number two big win, and this I run into all my academic colleagues who disagree with me on this, I think there is some degree of immunity for a president. And the question is how much and where? Now, his own lawyer, I think, made a tactical mistake when he answered the very, very provocative question, could a president tell the SEALs to go kill his political opponent? The answer to that should have been, of course not. Now, let me explain why, just like the answer when they asked the three presidents of universities, can you – uh, allow a genocidal talk about Jews of course not now let me explain why he didn't do that he fompered and he mumbled and he talked about well it depends on whether he's impeached first look a president does not have immunity if he orders the seals to kill his opponent but the president probably does have immunity if he seeks to have a different slate of electors presented to the Congress and so I think what the court may very well do is split the difference And find some immunity and find some issues that have no immunity and then send it back to the Court of Appeals and say, all right, work this out with specificity, but not until you do that can there be a trial. So we may be talking about a trial Uh, a year from now.
0: Wow, that would be great. All right, stay on hold here, Alan Dershowitz. A lot more Trump talk and Israel talk. We'll come back with the great Alan Dershowitz. He's off to a great start already. More with Dershowitz, and don't forget next hour, Nancy Mace and Bill O'Reilly as well. More of Alan Dershowitz coming right back.
2: The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report, call 1-800-862-6970, and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to
1: digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice.
0: Entertaining and informative. This is Sit and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Part 802 on your Thursday morning, Alan Dershowitz, maybe the greatest attorney ever. I know Joe Takapin is right there, but Alan may be the greatest attorney ever. That's a very, very bold statement, but I think it fits here. You know, Alan, the Democrats are always yelling and screaming that Donald Trump is a danger to democracy, which, of course, uh, is somewhere between sublime and ridiculous because it's the Democrats that do things all the time that showed they're a danger to democracy. Let me give you an example. Colorado, Maine, Illinois. If those are not three classic examples of danger to democracy, that somebody there doesn't like Donald Trump personally, so we're going to keep him off the ballot, right. even though Jack Smith didn't charge him with insurrection because he couldn't, because it wasn't. To me, Alan, that's the epitome of danger to democracy.
2: I completely agree with you. And it was proposed by my colleague, Professor Lawrence Tribe, who supposedly uh, is the great constitutional scholar, and he has been proposing what I regard as clearly unconstitutional mechanisms to get Trump. He's more interested in getting Trump than he is in interpreting the Constitution in a way that helps the American people, in the way the framers intended. Look, I think we live in an age where both parties, both extremes, are trying to weaponize the Constitution, weaponize the law, weaponize the criminal justice system for their own purposes. Take uh, impeachment. Uh, The impeachment of Donald Trump, both impeachments were clearly unconstitutional. But here we may disagree. I think that the impeachment of Mayorkas, right now, on the record we have, without him having committed or been charged with any treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors, would also be unconstitutional. Um, Look, I I certainly favor looking into the, the, the Biden family and the businesses and all that. But unless they find treason, bribery, other high crimes and misdemeanors, the idea of impeaching Biden would be tit for tat misuse of the Constitution. So I think both parties are misusing the Constitution. I want to get back to the time when the Constitution is for all people and it's neutral and it's objective, but we're not there. We're now seeing the Constitution abused, and there are just a few of us who insist that we maintain neutral constitutional law. I want to see the Constitution applied fairly to Donald Trump, even if I don't vote for him. I want to see it applied fairly to everybody. For, give you another example. I spoke the other night at a temple in Miami. You know, I've been canceled by places like Temple Emanuel in New York, the 92nd Street Y, but welcomed in Miami. So there were protests, and people started screaming and yelling in the middle of my speech, and fights broke out. And I got up there, and I said, look, they have the right to protest, but they don't have the right to stop me from speaking. So let's apply a neutral standard. I defended the right of anti-Israel, pro-Hamas people, to get up and ask me a hard question, but not to stop me from speaking. It's that kind of analysis that I think is, 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 is required and is not being done. The Constitution can't be for me, but not for the. It has to be for everybody.
0: That's fair. Uh, everything you said is fair. I may disagree with certain points of what you said, yeah, especially yeah. my orchestra, of duty, blah, blah, blah. But what you said is 100% fair and what this country is, um, is built upon. But let's get back to uh, you talked about the Hamas and you spoke at a temple. Yeah. Let's get to Biden and Israel. You know, well, uh, Mark okay. Levin yeah. sent me a uh, it's old, I know, but it was uh, from 1982 when President Biden said to Menachem Begin, listen, if you don't listen to me. I'm going to cut you off. And Menachem Begin said, hey, listen, buddy, Mr. Tough Guy, I'm not some weak knee Jew. I've made it through almost 4,000 years. Your threats don't concern me. I will die for this country like we've done before, and we'll do it again. Now, fast forward the tape 42 years later, okay? And Biden is doing the same crap almost every day. Now it's not Menachem Begin. Now it's your friend, Bibi Netanyahu, doing the same thing. Now, look, is the money still going for America? Yes, it is. Great. Weaponry, all that stuff. But to be threatening Israeli leaders for the better part of 40 years and trying to convince me that he's pro-Israel doesn't work for me, Alan Dershowitz.
2: It doesn't work for me either. And I had my show last night was uh, I do the Dershow show three nights a week. My show was a warning to Biden. You are going to lose this election and you're certainly going to lose my support. If you allow 200,000 Muslims, maybe only 100,000 Muslims and Arabs in Michigan to force you to change your views on Israel.
0: Wait, um, wait, wait, wait. You just said something important. You said forced yeah. you to change your views. I'm trying to okay. explain to you, you're smarter than me. He's never changed his views. He's been oh, the same no, way for 40 had. years.
2: No, 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 no. Let me tell you, he said things like that. But in the beginning on October 7th, he was very strongly for Israel. No, he wasn't. And he, no, he wasn't. I think he was.
0: He made up some cockamamie story about my ear. And that day when he first spoke to the nation, he never mentioned Iran. He never mentioned all the mistakes that he made, not one but two administrations. Why? Because he I, set them there for Israel? I, I, Come on. I
2: agree with that, but I would be satisfied if he went back to October 8th. To his views on October 8th, we will stand behind Israel, destroy Hamas. We're not going to interfere. But then comes Michigan and his idiot advisers tell him, oh, my God, you may lose Michigan. A hundred thousand people will stay home. First of all, the Arab and Muslim votes are not going to stay home. They're gonna, not going to vote. They're not going to allow Trump to be elected, number one. Number two, there's nothing Biden can do to satisfy these extremists who live in Dearborn, Michigan. They don't want a cease fire. They want the cease of Israel. They want Israel destroyed. So it's idiotic for President Biden to turn all right, let's not argue about whether he's turned, to remain against Israel in order to win Michigan. Because if he wins Michigan, by turning against Israel, he loses Pennsylvania. He loses Arizona. He loses New Mexico. He loses Florida. He may lose Florida anyway. But he loses the election, and he loses supporters like me and many, many others. And he loses evangelical Christians, many of whom are Democrat, blue-dog Democrats, blue-collar Democrats, Union Democrats who support Israel. So it's a terrible mistake of Biden to go against Israel in order to win Michigan. But that's what people were saying on CNN, in the New York Times, uh, right after the Michigan election, where 13 percent voted noncommitted, 13 percent, big deal, 10 percent did that. In previous years so there was an increase of three percent there'll be more votes like that in more states but remember that's not the national election in the national election you have to decide Biden or Trump in a primary you can throw away your vote because everybody knows that Biden's gonna win Michigan everybody knows Trump's gonna win Michigan so you can throw away your vote uh, and waste it in a primary you cannot waste it in the national election So the Democrats and Biden and the Biden administration as advisors are being idiotic, and we who support Israel have to persuade him of that and have to persuade him. You cannot count on our support if you give in to the Muslims and Arabs who will never, never accept Israel as the nation state of the Jewish people.
0: I think you're right again. You nailed it all. This is why you're the best, Alan. Excellent, excellent job. And I, I still, you know, the uh, the book Get Trump is is great, especially right now with the four indictments going on and yeah. Trump in court just about every day. And then your newest book, The War on, on Israel, that uh, which uh, takes us all the way from the beginning right through October the 7th, that is also a great read. I mean, you've got two books out really right now, Alan, which basically speaks to the news of the day every day.
2: Well, I have a third one coming out in one month. It's called The War Against Woke, and it's about college campuses and universities and how they're destroying America. So, you know, I am a writing machine. If I was 25 (laughs) years old, I'd be in Gaza today fighting against Hamas. I believe it. I'm 85 years old, so all I can do is write, but I'm writing like mad. And I'll have three books in one one year uh, based on these issues that matter so much to all of us.
0: They're all huge issues. Once again, Trump... The uh, Israel war and the woke culture that is, I believe, ripping at the fabric of our society. Alan Absolutely. Dershowitz, I love you to pieces. You're great. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you. Thank you. You're so good. Uh, we haven't talked about Brooklyn for a while, me and Alan, because there's so much other crazy stuff going on. We can't even talk about a lunch at Rounds. But we'll get to that. We'll take a short break. Noel has got the news. And then we got two huge guests about to pop up. Nancy Mace. He was there yesterday for the Hunter Biden deposition. And the highlight of the week, the great Bill O'Reilly. Holding out, Mates O'Reilly. Keep it running. Info at gabolaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.